Mama, mommy. It's the MomCast with your hosts, Mindy Dreher, Michaela Hunt, and Stacy McKay. Mom, I need you. Welcome back to MomCast, everyone. I have to tell you, we are having such a great time doing this. Of course, the moms of MomCast, Michaela Hunt, Stacy McKay, and myself, Mindy Dreher. It has been a blast so far, and we love hearing from all of you. I can't believe we've already done six shows. It is hard to believe because we're having so much fun. But having said that, we should tell you, you can go back and listen to all the shows if you want to, or if there's one you didn't get to hear all of. That's kind of the cool thing about on-demand content. That's why we think that's important for moms. Mm -hmm. I mean, you may be up at two o'clock in the morning just having fed a baby and you feel like you want to listen to something, or you may get some free time right before bed, or you could get some free time around coffee time. I I play it in the car. You know, I play podcasts in the car. Everybody's different. Once a week, Mm -hmm. usually every Friday is when a new one debuts. Yeah. And we have a great show coming up for you today, this most recent episode. We're going to talk a little bit about graduation, but not in the traditional sense. We're going to talk about it for kindergarten in eighth grade. Oh, yeah. And, and and the big deal that's being made right now, is that the right thing to do or not? So we'll, we'll chat about that. Melissa <laughs> Etheridge is going to join us talking about parenting on the show. Happy to have that interview. And also, what age is the right age for girls to start wearing makeup? Everyone probably has an opinion on that, right? And especially we have two moms in here that both have girls. And we finally get to hear from you. Some of you are responding and doing what we ask is to let us know if you have questions, if you need help with something, um, if you just want to vent. We love hearing from you and uh, we'll answer some questions. Yeah, that's my favorite part of the podcast, actually. It's graduation season, right? And it was specifically for our families. Logan graduated. It's so funny to even say graduated from kindergarten. And he was in a full cap and gown, was he not? He was. Not in his actual school, but the daycare that he goes to three days a week. And I didn't know how I would feel about it because I thought, wow, this is a lot. This is a lot going on for somebody who he was five years old at the time. He just turned six. And you know what? When I got there, I got like a little teary eyed. And I was like, oh, my gosh, he looks like such a big boy. So I went from not being sure about it to, wow, that's really nice that they did it. But it's kindergarten and he was in a cap and a gown. And he got a bit of a diploma. Oh, my goodness. I mean, I, I will have that's to put the picture up because it's the diploma. I, I thought, I mean, to him, it's just like a certificate, but it looked really nice. He felt really <laughs> good about it. They had a walkway where, Ugh. like, you know, they didn't play pomp and circumstance. But, you Thank know, goodness. you know, they did have they had music. <laughs> well, my son, Kylan, graduated from eighth grade, and I just yeah. feel funny even saying graduated because, okay, he ended eighth grade. He's going into high school, but I am a firm believer. I think it's almost too much too soon. I think you save the graduation stuff for when they're leaving high school and college, but it's just like so many things today. Everyone's in a rush to do so much, in a rush to grow up. I'm a believer of let the graduation stuff happen when you're leaving high school. But I think that's college. our right, but I think that's our culture. I mean, think back to like I was thinking back to 8th grade graduation, we didn't have the ceremony. We had the 8th grade send-off though, and we had a limo that we rented in 8th grade to take us to the dance and to grab oh. something to eat afterwards. Yeah, it's and, it's, it's crazy. And it's, to me. and it's gone even beyond that now. I like the clap out. When you leave 5th grade and you're leaving elementary school, all the school claps out the 5th grade class or claps out the 8th grade. That's great. That's fine. But you know what? You're just leaving school, going on to high school. Do you have an opinion, Greg? 
What do you think? Right now, my kids are too young to start <laughs> thinking about that. Graduating so I don't from even want to. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to worry about it yet. Yeah, going from um, regular tabs to pull-ups. You know, right? That's, yeah, that's the graduation that, I'm worried about. That's for, the graduation yeah. that you're worried about right now. <laughs> no, but it, it brings up a good question. I mean, is it overkill for the preschool, the kindergarten, the fifth grade, all the eighth grade, all these different graduations? Um, or is it uh, something special for the kids and, and parents? Uh, we'd like to hear from you guys on Facebook. Uh, search for MomCast and, and leave your comments there. And also post some pictures of your kids in their gowns, whether it's in kindergarten or senior in high school. We want to see the graduation pics of your little ones. Another issue came into our little life, into my little household. My daughter, who's 13, asked me for the first time she wanted to wear mascara to my niece's graduation. And with us today, <laughs> I thought, I'm bringing in my daughter. Cammie Jo Cortacrex is with us today. And wants to talk about when is the right time, moms, that you let your daughters wear makeup. And I can't wait to hear about this because I haven't thought about this for years and years since I was probably about your age, Cammie. And you have sons. And I have so, yeah, yeah, boys. You may not have to worry about it, but you never know. So, yeah, Cammie what's jo? the deal? I Cammie, mean, why did you want to start wearing makeup? She's 13 years old. She's going into eighth grade. She'll be in eighth grade next fall. Well, I was getting ready for my cousin's graduation, and I didn't really think about it until we were in the car, and I saw my mom putting on some makeup. So um, I just asked her, Mom, can I try to put on a little bit of mascara? And she said yes. So I thought just putting on a little mascara because they never see me in it would just show that. Um, that it was I'm a big just, deal that they were yeah, graduating. Yeah, that it's a big deal for them. And I wanted to be there and everything. Just, yeah. Well, and like you're in the crew. I mean, you're not their age, but at the same time, you know, you have a relationship. Hey, I, I could see that. But is it just mascara? Yes, it was just mascara. I didn't touch anything on my skin, so it wouldn't like get involved with any of that but yeah it was so just something small yes. but she can tell you this Michaela a lot of girls her age and younger wear a lot of makeup yeah is that true yes that is true I mean what percentage of the people that you go to school with do you think um probably well I bet almost all of them wear mascara like daily um and they're starting to wear like I don't know what makeup, a lot of makeup is, but that stuff on your skin. <laughs> that's that, like, that, stuff that stuff on your skin. With the brush that you I've put seen, on yes. with yeah. eyeliner like, and eyeshadow yeah. and blush. That stuff. So honestly, I'm thankful that she's not into that yet. And she's going to be in eighth grade. So we want to know, moms, when is the right time to let your daughters wear makeup? Michaela, do you remember when you started to wear makeup? I think I was about... I mean, I was in show choir when I was in seventh and eighth grade, so we wore it for that when we were on stage, and I think I started to wear it for myself when I was about 14, probably my freshman year. I was the last one of all my friends to wear makeup. I remember my friend Jody trying to talk me into it and kind of help me with it. So I was a freshman in high school, late freshman. Well, it was interesting because as we were talking about this, we came across some information from the Renfrew Center Foundation. This came out even three years ago, so this probably has changed. But one in five girls who have worn makeup between the ages of 8 and 18 old have negative feelings about their looks when they don't wear makeup, such as feeling self-conscious, unattractive, or as if something is missing from their faces. Starting at 8 years old? And, and eight between the ages of 8 and 18. <sighs> and of the girls who do wear makeup... 65% started wearing it between the ages of 8 and 13. That's when they began. So Cammie would be on the higher end right. of that wow. spectrum. Yeah, because she's only a couple months from 14. And 27% hardly ever leave the house without wearing any. But I'm pre I think that girls my age and thing, my age and around my age, are trying to wear makeup and everything because they want to act older and they want to grow up faster. And I'm on the opposite side. I just want to stay young and do what I can like while I'm young because I'm in no rush to grow up. Thank goodness for that. <laughs> and let me let me clarify. She doesn't want to wear it every day, just for special occasions. Special occasions. Correct, yes, yes ma'am.
But think about like the Kardashian effect, right? So like Kim Kardashian, before she leaves the house, she goes through her full, you know, makeup, <laughs> put it on, get it on, contouring, everything else. I mean, and that's, I think, like societally what we see and what kids even your age see when, you know, you turn on the television sometimes. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. everybody thinks, oh, well, this is what I need to do to look good to go out of the house. Did you feel different when you put it on? Well, I just felt like... I don't really see how girls like do this every day, how long it would take or anything, but I didn't really feel different because it's just like a little bit of mascara. It wasn't really any big of a deal. That's really, what would you look like if your mascara was running as you're running down to first base? You don't want that. (laughs) Nope. Not a good look. (laughs) She's an athlete, Michaela. (laughs) Or on the basketball court. Ooh, seeing people in makeup when you're playing basketball. And you're sweating. All righty. I like it. One of the most important parts of the MomCast is the conversations that we have with you moms listening. Whether you comment on the MomCast Facebook page or on Twitter, we want you to be part of the show. In fact, that's exactly what we want to do with MomCast is we want to hear from all the moms out there. It doesn't matter where you're living. We're all going through different issues or different triumphs. In fact, we have a recent listener and she has a question she wants us to help her with. Hi, MomCast moms. This is Sherry from Dublin. I am currently three months pregnant, and I have a two-year-old daughter, and I'm really nervous about how to get my, prepare my older daughter for her new sibling. You know, she's been the center of our world, and everything revolves around her, and now we're going to bring home this new baby, and it's going to completely change everything. And I'm just wondering if anybody has any suggestions um, or ideas about good ways to prepare your older siblings for a new sibling. Thank you, Sherry. That is a great question. And you have a couple moms here that can probably help you out with that. I have to say, I have an only child. So, but you had dogs. I did have dogs, and I'm embarrassed. I mean, to say that we had two little lap dogs that were our babies, our little fur babies, and, you know, no children. And so we did go through a process of, you know, having the dogs sniff the blanket (laughs) and doing all of that beforehand. To make the transition, you know, we have all these pictures of us walking through the door and then the dogs coming up and, you know, coming up and sniffing the baby and all of those things. But that is completely different (laughs) than preparing preparing for another child. Because, I mean, you know, you're firstborn, they're it. You know, they're the sun, moon and stars until another one comes along. Exactly. What'd you do, Michaela? So we made Logan a part of the process from, I mean, he was he was three at the time. So exactly the same scenario, right? And so when, kind of as we got closer to Christian being born, he was responsible for picking out a present of his own to give to Christian when we went to the hospital. So when he met Christian for the first time, he was giving Christian a present and knowing that that was something coming from him to this new little guy, right? Mm-hmm. He was and, absolutely included. So, yeah, so kind of establishing that relationship. Mm-hmm. And what happened was, you know, I was sitting on the bed, and I remember this, and I had Christian in my arms, and we asked Logan to come up and bring the presents with him, and that's what we did, and we all three sat there. He had on his Big Brother T-shirt, right, Well, too. of course, yeah. yeah, you need the Big Brother because, T-shirt. Because, you know, that was <laughs> that was the thing. But And then the other thing we did is um, we made him a helper. I mean, from the time that we got home, Logan could walk. Logan could go over to the diaper caddy and grab a diaper and bring it out right after I was done feeding Christian. So we made him into that role because we said, you are important. You are mom's helper. And you're kind of this, you know, you're this little guy's big guy, right? And so that's the way that we did it in our house. 
Well, mine are a year and a week apart. I didn't really worry too much about what Kylan would be thinking because I didn't know how much he'd even think about it being a year. But I do remember having Cammie and then when Kylan and Randy walked into that hospital room, I couldn't believe how big he looked because (laughs) here I am holding a little newborn baby and I look at my son who was basically just a year. Right. But in that year, he looked absolutely huge to me. And I remember thinking... My one fear was, what am I going to do now? Because like you said, Stacy, that firstborn is your world. You right. do everything. Mm-hmm. So what am I going to do if I'm feeding Kylan and all of a sudden Cammie wakes up from a nap or something? But <laughs> you know what? Honestly, moms, it works itself out. It just does. Somehow, some way, it was just fine. And these guys were a year apart and... um they're doing fine now. So it does. It works itself out. And I think I, sometimes as moms, we worry more than the kids do. Oh, my gosh, about everything. Because they adapt really well yeah. to just about everything in life. And they've been doing it for years and years and years, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. There wasn't like techniques, you know, when my grandmother was bringing, you know, right. like my dad, his sister, his brother into the world. Like they were doing these kinds of things we're kind of like thinking about right now. So we're we're doing a good thing, I think, probably by being cognizant of it. But at the same time, you know, they're going to be okay. I just have one other thing to bring up, though. So, Sherry, we hope that answers your question. But getting back to our dogs. <laughs> Because we all have them. We all have them. Um, Michaela, you, <laughs> I apparently did not plan well enough to. And here you thought you did. I thought I did. Right. I thought we really, but you took it a step further. So we had um we had a consultant come into the house. <laughs> of course to work she with did, Stacy. <laughs> of course she did. <laughs> well, I think that's wonderful, but that does sound. I kind think of it's crazy. Funny. A little odd. <laughs> well, I will say this. Okay, so I was working in TV at the time, and I wanted to do a story on it, right? Because sure. I was in your mindset. Mm-hmm. What are going to happen to my fur babies? Bentley right? and Barkley are not going to know what to do. We I'd did. get rid of the kids. I'd keep the dogs and get rid of the kids. <laughs> sure. we, we actually made t-shirts as well for the dogs when Logan was born that said big brother and big sister on you them. you got to find those with pictures. With puppy paint. Oh, I ha- oh, I, they're like on Facebook. It'll be easy to find. Right. But the consultant came in and it was for a story. So we were shooting a story. And there are some very specific things you can do. I mean, the blanket was mentioned. But he even went a little further than that in terms of kind of getting the dogs to kind of, you know, step back, especially if visitors were going to be coming over a lot to see the new baby and they weren't used to that. It involved a a spray bottle and water to be able to, like, kind of train them to get back from the door. And this is somebody who does work here in the area that we're in and it's it's something that he does with families you well know? that's interesting i had no idea there were consultants for there's that. a consultant for everything kind of like an app yeah, there's an app for everything there's a consultant does for the water everything. bottle work on a child <laughs> <laughs> or a husband <laughs> or a, more, yes well, that's i can't tell you about the husband no I'm, I'm just kidding about that i'm just kidding about that but that's such an interesting question and that is what we're looking for right stacy michaela we want to hear from yes. all kinds of moms there's so many issues and questions out there yeah, whatever yours is or something you want to hear us talk about, or if you need more information, we're happy to do it. And, you know, you can get a hold of us via Twitter, via Facebook, and we also have an email address, hello at momcastshow.com. So how many 
many times have you blasted come to my window inside your car, windows <laughs> down, sunroof back? Oh, now it's yeah. going to be in my head for the rest of the day. We've done it a few times. You know, Melissa Etheridge, we know her for her great talent. But on top of that, you know what? She deals with the same things we do as moms because she is a mom. And so we got a chance to talk to her. I know you're a mom and uh, as a parent, you have four kids. Indeed. Ah. <laughs> so, that I know of. Uh, <laughs> busy, busy mom for sure. Um, I know for uh, one of the things we talk about a lot is juggling, you know, your career and all of that with kids. Is it that much different, honestly, um, you know, as a rock and roller, a celebrity to to juggle? Well, I I definitely have some more, um, you know, uh, resources than most probably. I I get to, you know, I have a housekeeper and things like that that I I just can't imagine, you know, being a full-time mom and a full-time job and mm-hmm. trying to take care of a house, that's, that must just be crazy. But, you know, I certainly am, am blessed in so many ways. And I also have four children that, um, you know, are that two of them are, are teenagers. And, and so, you know, it doesn't, I'm here to say it doesn't matter if you could be a rock star and your children still will think that you don't understand anything or don't, you know, <laughs> no, no, wait a minute. That you are not cool. <laughs> There's no way your kids don't think you're cool. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know, I'm blessed. They, they do they do have an appreciation of my music, but I can mm-hmm. certainly do other things that embarrass the heck out of <laughs> Well, that's good to know as yeah. a parent that it's not just, you know, us. It, exactly. it happens to everybody. everybody. They get embarrassed. Well, now, you know, you have younger, you have teens. Yes. What's harder? Oh, that's a good question. You know what? I think the, the there's a certain relaxedness that you get once they're once they're past that like kindergarten phase, once they're past the toddler thing, because the toddler it's like every moment you, you like life and death. You know, mm-hmm. you're looking at it and going, <laughs> "Oh my God, I have to take care of this child every second. And then there comes a an easing up as they get a little older, and so I'm finally my 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 younger ones are in. You know, they're finishing third grade, they're nine, and they're, they have opinions and, you know, thoughts of their own now. And and my oldest is 19, she's in college, you know, so I can, you, you can start letting go of that. I, I suppose that the teenage years are not pretty for anyone, especially the early teenage years. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's just, that's the, the growing pains. But um, I, I find it's all amazing. So I love, I love motherhood. Now, do you find, are you a helicopter mom? Are you a be-your-own-person kind of mom? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not a helicopter mom. I'm, <laughs> I, I believe in something that's called faith parenting, and it's, it's you know, that a child, I, I used to, I, I give the example of my, my oldest child, she's, she's 19, and um, when she was four or five years old, she loved climbing trees, and, and she would climb, and I, I finally had to say, okay, honey, I'm going to let you climb as far as you can get down. If you can't get down, then you don't get to climb anymore. You know? So, so she would climb, and then she would climb some more. And as she got older, she kept. She would climb to the very tip tops of the trees until they were like swaying. But I had told her that as long as she can come down, she can climb. So I would have to, I would have to go. Okay, this is her own. She's checking her own bravery out. She's checking her. You know, it's not up to me to say, oh, you can't do this, you know, it's up to her to find out what she can and can't do. Mm-hmm. And I always say now, you know, she's in, at Columbia University, she has achieved some of the greatest things, and I think that 
that maybe my sort of hands off, my you know, go as far as you feel you can go, really helped with that. So I'm I'm a big believer in that. Wow, yeah, that sounds good. I try to be a little more like that, and maybe I'll uh, I'll take that advice a little more to heart. I tend to hover just a a little. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you can't help it. We do love. Yeah, I hover a little, but you're right. There's something about that toddler stage. You feel like uh, once they get through it. Whew, I didn't break them. You're right, you're right. They didn't get broken. They got here. Yeah. I'm, I'm okay. I'm not broken. Um, one other thing I, I wonder about was social media, mm-hmm. because that's something we all struggle with. I mean, it can be awesome, but, you know, now kids are all growing up with so many different social mm-hmm. media sites and mm-hmm. everything's out there. Um, have you, you know, what is your thinking there as a parent? Have you had to step in ever? Are there any rules that you have? How do you deal with it? Well, yeah, you know, they don't get too, so again, with my oldest, she was the first one that we went through this with, and we had to, you know, she it wasn't until she was, I think, 13 or 14 that she even got to, you know, start getting on the social media thing, and and then my boy really wasn't interested in it at all. He was like, that's just too many people knowing what I'm doing. <laughs> so he, good, yeah, yeah, that's yeah good. so that was fine, but, um, you know, it, it when they're really young, they're kind of obsessed with it for a minute, and then it's they 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 grow tired of it. And so I I try to, and I'm doing this with my nine year olds too. That that you know the internet is something that they can use in the future. This is something that you know that takes a great deal of responsibility, like everything else. And um, that that hopefully by the time they get there, I've I've put enough you know. But they've they've gathered enough common mm-hmm. sense, and they've gathered gathered enough sense of self that that all the crazy currents and things that can happen out there that that they'll recognize the 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 genuine from the the disingenuine, and, mm-hmm. and um, you know just hopefully that the best thing I can do is to to be an example of good judgment and and really you know do that, and and then the rest is up to them. Well, that's incredible. And and you talk about being an example. I did want to say, and I, I'm sure you get this a lot, but uh, just for so many women, you know, thank you for being uh, so out there and such a, a a role model when it comes to breast cancer and your struggle and your fight. I know you have, by, by putting yourself out there um, as you did, you know, letting people see you go through the struggle, um, singing about it, um, I know it's helped a lot of women. For you, did that help you to do that, or was it hard for you to do that? It helped me so much. It it helped me um, understand that I'm not my hair, that it's not the way I look, that it's what I am inside. And it, um, I, I've always, I've always felt like being truthful was. Um, was the best way to be, and that that's the only way that I can can you know walk in this world. And and part of that was, hey, I'm going through this health thing, and I'm learning. And yep, lost my hair, but uh, you know that's that's growing back. And now health is the number one priority in my life, and it's my responsibility. And I'm I gladly share this with my sisters. I mean, with my with 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 anyone who uh, wants to understand, you know, what health is in their life. Well, and also, you know, I I think many, many people look to you and your family being considered an untraditional, yeah. non-traditional family. And yet, not so much anymore, but you certainly 
were a role model in that regard, too. Well, thank you. I, I Again, I, I feel I've been blessed. And if, if just standing up and being who I am helps anyone else, then that, that's, my, that's my pleasure. That's my honor to, to do that. All right, so we covered a lot of content today, a lot of subjects, but good stuff today, ladies. We sure did a lot of information out there and really helpful information for moms with kids of any ages, really. And we want you to be back next week, too, just a little heads up, because we're going to be talking, you know, Father's Day is coming up. Who better than our better half? Yeah. <laughs> our husbands who are husbands? also dads they and are. very busy dads at that. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to hear from them and what they have to say about fatherhood. Or us. Yeah.